Hello, this is the Angel on Earth podcast, and I am AOE. So for today, I am bringing to you a message, essentially conveying that you should not fear transformation. There are so many things happening right now to everyone. You're going through all sorts of experiences, and perhaps you're someone who has kind of been a bit more awakened so far, and now you're watching other people go through even more experiences and the process of learning what is happening and what is real and what's not, whatever real is. (laughs) And... Even still, whether or not you have recently awakened or had done so some time ago, the thing is, this is a process that continues and continues and continues. It isn't really a once and done. Once you have kind of learned how to overcome and integrate one aspect of your human experience, there's never-ending amount more going forward, but that's part of the fun. You didn't want it to be super boring when you got here, right? (laughs) You You wanted a good story. You wanted to have an interesting time. And my guides downloaded a bunch of different information to me just now, and so I'm sharing it right away. for a mix of not wanting to forget as well as just wanting to bring the energy through while it's kind of freshly present with me. And here's what they had to say. There's a piece that I, I want to share. Oh, sorry. I kind of, I said, here's what they want to say. And then I start rambling. I'm not sorry <laughs> because I, I am getting better about that. So, but I do love you. (laughs) Really what, what is happening is I'm going to give you a bit about what they specifically downloaded to me. And then I'm going to share a mini synchronicity that just was something a bit more uplifting. (laughs) So something very interesting and as always, only take what resonates and leave the rest. You know, this is my experience and my understanding, but everyone has their own experiences and their own interpretations. So I respect however you choose to hear my message. What they want to convey is something about the higher self, the ego, and... Interestingly enough, something that some of you are familiar with as the inner child. Now, I recently actually did a really moving breathwork session where we had an inner child practice. And that was a really amazing experience. And I honestly hadn't realized how powerful it is to acknowledge and address your inner child. And what they were sharing with me was really, think of it like this. What do you expect to maybe happen 
if you left a child alone <laughs> in a highly uh, uh, highly advanced constructed giant piece of machinery <laughs> in a big old world and they had to kind of use this big old machine to kind of get around and they didn't know really anything about the world. They just kind of were left to go about things and survive, make it kind of exist. Just left alone. No, no instructions there may have been, you know, people, parents, people outside of, of that kind of were giving instructions along the way, but no real solid information or, again, no instructions. Well, you might expect a bit of chaos <laughs> when you check back in some number of years later, maybe a couple decades later, maybe several decades later. Whenever it is you decide to go back in to check on that little, that little trooper. What do you think you might find when you left a child alone? And I'm not blaming. No one's blaming here. No one did anything wrong. It's just a simple question. And you don't have to feel bad about any of it. You don't, I'm not trying to get you to get any kind of... Uh, and, and it's definitely not going to serve you to feel that way. But just consider what do you think would happen when you leave a child alone in a giant, highly advanced machine and didn't really, you know, give them an instruction manual. <laughs> Well, maybe they would kind of just try to survive because there's this instinctual drive to live that's built into each and every one of us. This desire to continue whether or not we know what it is. We just know we have to keep going. And... The child is, of course, scared, unsure, not really clear on why they are here, what is happening, what is the goal here. They're just a little, they're a little, little kid. <laughs> they didn't know anything. When they got started. All they knew is they wanted to keep going. They wanted to survive. They felt like they had to survive. They felt like. You know. There's got to be something. But for right now. All I know is I need to keep going. So they go through life. They go through all of the experiences of life. They might even, because they have no other instruction manual from you, they might even just start to pick up rules and lessons that people around them know. That, they, that lessons that have worked for them. 
tools and tips, things that, that, that they, you know, the people around them said, Hey, this is, you know, this is kind of how, how my life went and this is what I did. And, and this is the right way to do it. And you know, this is how you get through this stuff. Some people maybe had malicious intent and took advantage of the little child because they saw someone weaker, someone who didn't have the knowledge or experience in life to know what they wanted, how to convey what they did or didn't want, and they took advantage of the child in whatever ways they did. Sometimes the kid might have been on their own. They might have had to figure out how to fend for themselves. They may have had to figure out how to make sure they could eat and get around and find their way through this world. They might have been betrayed. Friends, family members, other leaders, teachers, people in positions of power. They might have learned to distrust. Because what else did they know? They didn't know beyond what they saw and what they experienced. You're a little kid. When you leave a little kid alone, you come back years and years later. They've developed their whole own little universe with its set of rules and it's all of this stuff that let it continue, let it survive, which is the only thing that it had inside of itself that was always there always known to be the one truth in their life to keep going. They don't know how to go from one place to another. They don't know what's the best way, but they know they have to go. They have to keep going. And so they will. Because the desire to survive and continue is so powerfully ingrained and again it's all they actually know and when you who maybe know is so much more finally comes back to say, I'm here now. How did things go? Well, <laughs> you might get a number of responses and reactions. The kid might ignore you. The kid might go, who are you? <laughs> uh, I don't know who you are. Leave me alone. The kid might be really afraid or angry. They might be super angry. Why did you leave me alone? Once they finally figure out that you're the reason they're here by themselves and they had to fight and figure all this stuff out. And what about when you, when you try to comfort them and, and remind them, you know, that you really, really care because you do. But you had to leave them here. And you couldn't give them any answers. You couldn't give them the explanation. You just... You couldn't. It, you couldn't. <laughs> and when it's a little kid, they can't 
always immediately see beyond the basic thing that they see in front of them, which is they were abandoned. They were left to to figure this out on their own. And imagine you find this several-decade-year-old child and you want you want to make it feel safe again and you want to you want to be the parent again you want to take care of them and and so you do but do you think that they're going to immediately listen to your far more superior and advanced guidance right away no they're not going to do that. They've spent their whole existence surviving based on what they know. The only things they've known. The things that have allowed them to keep surviving. The rules that they've created. The information that those around them who were there for them at the time. Remember, you weren't there. But everyone else around them had information that helped them maybe survive. And maybe part of all of this was you, they didn't know you were there because they couldn't see you. You were maybe on the other side of the glass watching, watching Because that was the only option. You weren't allowed to cross the glass. You had to watch from the other side. So they, they, they could only look to who was immediately around them. And they could only ask for help from themselves and anyone nearby. And all you could do was look through the glass maybe whisper something, maybe even yell, and maybe there was a chance they'd hear just a little bit. Maybe a nudge, maybe a thought. That was all they had. Maybe over time, the glass grew thinner. Maybe over time, they could hear a little bit more when you'd yell. With all of the answers to make their life easier. But still, it was only a faint sound. And that little kid, they didn't know. They didn't know that you were there watching them every single moment. They didn't know that you were there with them through every experience, having no way of intervening. And there is no good way to tell a child that although you know that what they went through was really, really rough. 
that they couldn't imagine what it's like to watch when it's your child through glass, not being able to do anything to stop whatever would happen to change anything in their path. All you could do was watch and try to get some small message across once in a while. They don't know how much you care about them, how you would never leave their side. All they know is they were alone and they had no, no instructions, no answers. They didn't know anything except they needed to continue. When you are attempting to re-invite a relationship with that child and you, and you find they've spent all of this time teaching themselves how to survive, the one thing they've always known was embedded in them that they had to do, the one assignment survive. They honestly, they did the best they could. They did survive. But now they, they don't know anything else and they know what helped them survive. So maybe you know how to make food easier. Maybe you know how to make money easier. Maybe you know how they can have a happier, healthier relationship. But they don't want to hear it from you because you abandoned them. You left them alone to figure it all out just to survive. You left them in a very challenging place with nothing as far as they understand. They may not have seen the messages you left and they may not have heard you shout through the glass. They may not have known anything about your careful watch over them. And if you could imagine that, try to consider how hard it might be to have someone show up later on and try to tell them what's best, even if it's true and it is best, but it it's, it's hard to understand why they would want to listen after all that time. And what's more, if you are someone who could imagine being in this position, 
What exactly do you think would happen when you come back, you try to tell them what's best, and then try as you might, and perhaps you have friends who've who've been in this situation too. Maybe your friends tell you, you know, when they don't listen when you come back, just, you know, get rid of them. Tell them to, to go away. Can you see how hard it might be for a child to have their parent tell them to go away after being abandoned for all this time? It's like going into their home, they've gotten to a state where they're, they've figured it out enough to kind of have their life, whatever it might look like, and their parent just shows up and tells them to leave. <laughs> leave what they've built. And is it something that you could fathom doing because they've worked so hard you've watched him and seen now your friends mean well they do your friends and family whoever has given you this advice to just tell him to shut up and get out of the way because they keep yelling about things. They keep having all of these emotions. They keep having all these upset and frustration. And why wouldn't they? They were abandoned and left to survive on their own. Or at least to figure out how. And then their parent came back and tried to tell them to leave. Their origin is trying to get rid of them. They finally learn their origin and it's trying to tell them to go away. It's, it's easy to see how hurtful that could be. There's no surprise why they're lashing out, why they're trying so hard to make their voice heard. It's no surprise why they're trying to battle and make their stance known. And to force their ideas for how this works to the forefront of of the experience and, and to tell the, the parent, no, no, this is how we've always done it. This is how we, this is how we live. The parent might go, well, but there's so many better ways. <laughs> but why would the child be quiet and be silent and listen to this stranger who they don't even know their own relationship to? Who's trying to get rid of them? Why would they leave? Why would they listen? Why would they not argue 
and and drive their their knowing their knowing their answers to the forefront and say no we have to do it this way this is how we've always done it this is how we've survived why would this child ever listen to this stranger strangers have hurt them in the past Strangers have lied to them for their own benefit. Strangers have given them heartbreak. All they've ever known is to continue and to survive. That's all. And now they know a number of ways that they could do that, that have worked every time so far. So why would they give up what they know to be true, what they've learned to be true, what's been embedded in their minds? Why would they let go of all of that just to hear what you have to say? As you, and I'm speaking to your higher self, you, the you that's coming in and out, of thought the you that's integrating right now I'm asking you to consider the possibility that this ego that everybody's talking about the ego that's always getting in the way the ego that never shuts up, that never, never allows this higher voice to come through, this ego that interferes with everything, this ego that needs to die, that you keep telling it, that your friends keep telling you, the people around you who are giving you advice are all telling you it's got to die. In order for you to continue to grow. What if it's not the ego? Or what if that child's name is ego? What if your inner child is what everyone's been confusing to be the ego this whole time? What if... Your ego is actually just that scared child that you had to let go ahead of you in order to set the scene and build the house and all of the experiences and collect the energies of this world. In a way such that you could come in to do the work to help with a much bigger role, a big, big responsibility, a cause, a shift in human consciousness. But what if in order to do that, you needed that little kid to go ahead ahead of you 
that inner child that so boldly, blindly moved forward and got you to where you needed to be so that you could function and complete your task. What if the ego doesn't have to go through a death? What if that's really not the point? What if the ego is just not the ego and all there is is a scared little kid? I ask you to consider the possibility that maybe even try playing with the concept and see how it feels. See how it feels to consider that there is no ego. That is maybe something that was a confusion brought about at some point. Whether it was malicious or accidental, that's not the point. But just maybe it was not actually ever meant to be what we consider the ego to be today. Maybe instead of there ever having been an ego, there was just this little kid, this little child, who, again, boldly went forward, blindly moving without aim, only knowing its purpose was to survive. So that again, you could come and you could do your job. If you tried that approach, consider what it would be like to accept the child. Stop calling it an ego. Stop trying to kill it. Stop trying to wait for it to die. Instead, what if you took that child and loved it? And told it it had every reason to be exactly who it was. To think the way it did. To feel the way it did. What if you validated its feelings and really, truly loved it and accepted it for everything that it is? What if you could go to that child and hold it and comfort it? And tell it that it's okay. You're here now. You could tell it that it doesn't have to be scared anymore. That you have answers and you're ready to talk to it and give it everything it needs. You can let it ask all the questions and know as much as it wants to know and let it feel whatever it wants to feel and tell it 
that everything it is feeling is correct and okay and justifiable and to keep helping it feel safe like it can give back control to the parent like it can be the little kid again but this time it gets to feel safe it gets to have answers it gets to have the instructions Oh, sure, it's a kid. It'll lash out once in a while. It might get cranky some days. It might get tired. It might get frustrated. But what if you built a relationship so that once it got past that moment of frustration, it could come back to knowing that you were there for it and that it could trust you? And that you guys are a team. You need each other. Because the way I have been getting the information from my guides is the inner child, that little scared kid who's now a much older scared kid but so much more embedded in its ways, it it holds so much of what you need to move into the next level of yourself. In order for the process of ascension, the shift in consciousness, for you to come into your power here in the physical body, you need to integrate with your inner child. Your inner child holds all of the answers, the pieces, the traumas, the emotions, the experiences. All of the programming that you're here to shift, all of the pain, all of the discomforts, and all of the strife of humanity, all of what you came here to shift, not to kill, to raise in vibration and frequency into a higher level of consciousness. In other words, you're here to understand what humanity needs through your inner child. And then to educate that child and in doing so, humanity. And ultimately lead to a shift in consciousness of all. Maybe it would be easier to quiet the voice in your mind. To get on the same page so that you can work together. Because the way they explained to me, if we ignore the voice completely, if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't integrate it, if we keep trying to kill it or hope it'll go away, we are pushing away a huge part of ourselves and we can't 
do what we came here to do by doing that, in rejecting ourselves. It's an aspect of ourself. It's a very unique aspect of ourself that has done a lot of work for us. And instead of pushing it away or rejecting it, we're being asked to accept and love it and integrate it and educate it. And in doing so, again, we complete our role. So I ask you to consider these as possible interpretations of all that you are fighting, perhaps, at this point in time. And see if maybe it makes your path a little easier, more aligned. more integrated and I hope it helps at some level and if it does not resonate then of course leave this information for another but I did say I had one more message for you to share a synchronicity so I'll do that now I keep having some internal <laughs> thoughts and some information I've been going back and forth with my guides about sight and perception. And I happened to hear a message that came through on YouTube from a channeler of Cryon. I honestly don't know who the person is. I just know it's K-R-Y-O-N and it's in like yellow letters on the pages. And the message that came through was something that really resonated. And I'm not going to quite capture it the way they did. But I, I get the picture and I, I think it's important and very uplifting here. So what I want to convey is don't be afraid of transformation. Don't fear what's next, although you don't see it yet. New earth is coming, changes are happening, structures are falling, but it is not to fear. What we are all going through is a major transformation. A new earth is arising and in the process of transformation, the guides want us to know that it's all going to be okay. And it's going to be amazing when we get to the other side of this. And we will get to the other side of this. It's beautiful. It is very, very empowering. But the process is unclear for how this is going to play out. And when there is this blurred... <laughs> space, there can be thoughts of concern and fear and worry for how this will happen, if it will happen, what it's going to be like later on. And the synchronicity was about vision and the channeler of Cryon was simply stating that 
perception and vision and this thing that we focus on, if we were to put it in the context of, the, of a caterpillar and a butterfly, if you think of a caterpillar, you know, it has whatever level of perception it has, which is not exact, and if purely by sight is not necessarily the most clear of visions. And if we pretend the little caterpillar is perhaps uh, able to have and maybe does have the same kinds of thoughts that we do and wonders and worries and doesn't know what life will be like when it comes out of that cocoon, it might say, well, you know, I know what life is like now. You know, I can do, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I got food. I got places to go, experiences I'm having. You might think, you know, I, I've got, I've got pretty good right now. What's it going to be like after I come out? Is it going to, is it going to, am I at least going to be able to see what I can see now? Cause like, you know, I see what I see and, and I, you know, I've been doing that. Okay. But am I going to, am I at least going to be able to see what I see now? And that little caterpillar has no idea how magnificent its life is going to be when it comes out. When it arises a beautiful butterfly with clear vision, it couldn't have fathomed how beautiful and amazing it could be as a caterpillar. Well, we're in the cocoon and we're being told it's going to be beautiful. We just have to wait. And that's all. Just wait. It's going to be here soon. And when we come out of the cocoon, it's going to be amazing. And it's something we can all look forward to. So don't be afraid of the transformation, that metamorphosis, that time before we get to see what it's going to be like when we're on the other side. Just be patient and wait and maybe spend that time loving that inner child who's done so much to get us to where we are. And we can come out of it together as one. And enjoy what the beautiful new earth will be. That's all for today. <laughs> Love you lots. Bye.